Hey everyone, I'm Jared. And I'm Arthur. And you're listening to Unheard Of. Welcome back, everybody, to Unheard Of. It's your boy, Arthur, and I'm joined with my co-host, Jared. And this week, we got a special guest for you. He's been on the show. You love him. You know him. It's Ethan Davis, everybody. How you doing, Ethan? Hey, what's up? I'm doing great, man. You know, you get to be on Unheard Of, dude. What could be better? You know? It's like winning the lottery, only more fulfilling. Ah, nice, nice. I wish I could say the same. So, uh, how you been doing this week, Jared? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it's been an okay week. Uh, even as we're recording, I had to take my son to the ER over this weekend for, you know, running and hitting uh, the brick on the fireplace. He kind of gashed his head a bit. He's all good, just for the record. Um, and I've been out of work since the previous. Thursday I want to say I've been out of work since uh like January 28th from uh being in close contact with somebody that tested positive for COVID oh well now that you say that I was out of work myself because I had COVID so you know I always say every week that I'm trying to stay COVID free and it finally got me it's true it's actually why we didn't even get to record last week. It so, hit both. Hit both of us. So yeah, I actually was lucky enough to also that's have true. COVID, right yeah. right after Christmas. <laughs> it was great. I have tested negative on a number of occasions so, at this point, and I continue to get labeled as like close proximity for these other people that test positive, and I've never even shown a symptom. Like, uh, I don't know if maybe I've already had it at one point and I was asymptomatic, but uh, uh, the two weeks off has been pretty nice from work. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Definitely don't don't hate that. That was probably the best part of having it. <laughs> Although yeah, that's the, the, best part of having it. the having to stay at home for two weeks straight is not that can get a little. Yeah. True. Yeah, I definitely got a little stir crazy. I mean, I'm glad I've been able to just chill and play a bunch of video games. <laughs> I mean, that's all. That's all I usually do, anyways. But I mean, been playing a lot of Apex with my boy Ethan here. We've been getting, we getting some dubs. That's true, man. You've been getting some dubs, dude. I just been along for the ride, bro. Hey, you nah, know, I'll take my, I'll take my. Dude. You got some wins by yourself. I mean, I got two wins. Also. You know, it is what it is, dog. Look, I'll take, I'll let y'all, you and Leo can get your six, 700 points, dude. I'll take my 150 and, and go about my day, dude. And I'll claim the glory at the end. <laughs> but, um, yeah, sorry, everybody, that we've, uh, we missed the week. We, we know we usually take breaks for like holidays and stuff, but the COVID hit, hit me hard and I, I couldn't really talk. I sounded like garbage. And uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to put you guys through that. But we're back. We're better than ever. This week, I thought we got a good show lined up for y'all. We uh, and to start us off, we we got we got some new Wandavision this week, Jared. It's true. It's true. We do have some Wandavision. Uh, our boy Ethan here has not really uh, caught up to it, so we won't get into the spoilerific <laughs> parts of the conversation. All I can say is from episode five, uh, my mind is starting to get blown away and uh, I'm convinced. And I actually tweeted this for most people that don't know. Uh, I know my Twitter account is booming with my like five followers. Mm -hmm, So, uh, (laughs) but I'm, I'm convinced that Elizabeth Olsen needs her own movie at this point for Scarlet Witch. Like the, the side character in the TV series, it ain't cutting it anymore. She's like, a really good and powerful character. She needs she needs a movie. Yeah, I mean, what they're talking about is that she's going to be uh, hopefully playing a big part in uh, Doctor Strange's movie. So, yeah, I'm she definitely is. excited for that. 
she's over uh in the uk filming it right now but um i mean still i mean if anybody's seen the show she is really uh scarlet witch they're they're starting to write her really well uh that last episode was really good and uh i could see her having a a movie you know like i would i would like to um I'd like to see that movie if they ever did one for. And uh, this this isn't really a spoiler, but um, what do you think about about her using her accent, her her regular Sokovian accent again? I mean, I'm I'm glad they decided to bring it back. I I was afraid they just forgot that she was Sokovian for, you know, the entire like her entire uh, MCU career because there was literally in one movie and yeah. uh, they just did away with it after that. I, I think the reason why she lost it is because she really doesn't want to think about home and where she comes from, dude, because of, uh, you know, because of her brother dying in uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. So, I mean, hey. And uh, then, of course, uh, and then, of course, <clears throat> Vision dying just set her into the course of the show. So uh, then when uh, her her sons kind of reminded her that uh, that <laughs> that uh, of her brother and everything, she kind of she kind of got nostalgic about it and kind of brought her accent back especially when she was angry about those about the sword agents trying to kill her hey i hate to interrupt um this conversation like 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 you said i know nothing of i don't i don't watch many marvel things i mean i've seen i've seen a lot but like as far as like I've, i haven't seen any captain america's nothing like that but arthur makes it sound very interesting it has me very interested in watching it i will admit oh yeah um <laughs> I will say that much because I don't look. Here's the deal. Yeah, I like I like the Marvel stuff that I watch, but I'm not all swept up in it like a lot of people who I'm sure I know Arthur's seen all the movies. Jared, I'm sure you've probably seen all the movies. I have not seen, like I said, I haven't seen Captain America, never seen Ant Man, have only seen one Thor movie, uh, haven't seen all the Avengers movies. Um, so you know, I'm and I don't feel like I'm missing out, but that's just me personally. Um, you know, I like the I like the more funny ones, which I mean, I guess they're all kind of supposed to be funny, but uh, I don't know. Some of sometimes they feel same old, same old to me. That might be a hot take. Yeah, that's a little bit of a hot take. Uh, well, it is and it isn't. Like if, because some movies kind of lose their character over time. Like uh, like technically, uh. Some of my favorite movies are the ones where directors kind of had their their own piece to it, like um, Age of Ultron. Not really the greatest film, but it's got its own pieces. Like I know uh, Joss Whedon has taken a lot of flack for DC and all his other behaviors on set, but literally, like the Avengers Tower is decorated with stuff from every character, and then as soon as and even. Um, you know, as soon as the Russo brothers start to take hold of the entire franchise, um, with the exception of like Thor Ragnarok and Taika Watiti doing his own thing, um, all the movies start to look very kind of blandish and there's no character anymore. Like even in Endgame and Civil War, like all the buildings are just like straight up white. You know, there's no actual piece to any character anywhere. Yes. This is true. Yeah, I I feel like they are moving more towards. <laughs> I feel like they are trying to move more into making it personalized more to their characters for the movies. But I see, I see what y'all are saying. And like, I mean, I love the movies that I've seen. Yeah, I've um, liked. I I haven't never yeah. I haven't ever watched one and not liked it. I don't think. Um, but I just am not. I, if I if I see one, if I see it, cool. If I don't, that's cool too. That's the way I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not chastising anybody. Uh, you either like it 
I mean, either you watch everyone and you like it or you're just like a casual watcher. There's nothing really wrong with anybody. I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan, I'd like to think. But I think um, when The Force Awakens comes out or came out, sorry, uh, I don't even think I saw it for like the first six months until it came to streaming and everything. Really? Yeah. Well, see, all those movies, yeah. See, Star Wars is much more my thing than than the Marvel thing. Although Arthur might get on me for that too because I don't watch The Mandalorian like I should. You probably definitely should. I mean... I See, I watched like yeah, almost all the first well, I mean, season. I didn't that. finish it. Like I literally got to like the last two episodes and I never finished yeah. it. <laughs> Four. But look, man, I just, I'm like, I got pissed off playing, I got pissed off paying for Disney Plus, dude. I am the same way. And you know what? I know we wanted a short podcast, but while we're talking about streaming services, let me, let me bring up a story that happened this week um, as well. I, I used to think that cable TV was dying, right? Mm -hmm. I I haven't had cable television in like, God, uh, going on three years now. Like I haven't paid for cable TV. It's always just been streaming. And um, recently, you know, Impractical Jokers came back on. I know Ethan has his thoughts about that show, but <laughs> so um, I was gonna say, don't get me started. But I enjoy the show, and my wife has a few shows that were on TV right now that she would like to see, and not wait to stream. Um, so I started looking at other streaming options because before I had YouTube TV. Before it was sixty dollars. I've I had YouTube TV like a year ago when it was still maybe thirty bucks. I think thirty or forty. And um, yeah. So then we started looking at streaming options again. I'm like Jesus Christ. Every single one we want that offers the channels we want is like sixty dollars plus. And even then, one of us is sacrificing on a channel or two that we want. Well, then I look up my uh, Xfinity package. I'm like, oh. For 40 bucks more, I could upgrade my internet speeds and get like 100 plus channels for TV. And uh, then we don't have to compromise. So uh, we actually went and got a back to cable. Wow. Yeah. We do not have a TV box. We are streaming through the apps, but it's actually through our, uh, you know, cable and internet provider Xfinity instead of one of the streaming options because it ended up being cheaper where we got to upgrade our internet also. Well, here's the thing to me that I've have, I have thought for a long time now, and it seems it's coming true. When everything goes to streaming, which it already is, then everything just kind of goes back to cable because you're going to have to buy everything anyway. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I was going this week because I started, obviously I started researching it and I got ads everywhere for every single streaming service like Hulu Live TV, YouTube TV, Philo, Sling, Apparently there's more services now for um, like Paramount plus discovery plus where you're only getting like those four or five channels. I'm like, no, this is just, this is insane to pay for all these services. I'd rather pay the 40 bucks extra with Xfinity and stream all the channels I want and be able to record them and get even faster internet. Who do y'all who do y'all think messed the messed the streaming game up, dude? Was it was it the start of Netflix? Um, was that was that when the streaming games? Are- no, Netflix. No, is, I think oh, Netflix. Netflix is the OG in streaming, yeah. but uh, who ruined it? God, probably it was ruined when. Okay, I got it. I got. I got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna interrupt you, Jared, because you're thinking. And since you're thinking, I'm gonna interrupt you. All right, fine. Go ahead. My opinion. Streaming was ruined when every cable channel started making their own streaming service. When when all the all the cha- all the channels like ABC, CBS, NBC wanted to start their own streaming service, and in turn, by doing that, took all of their stuff off of like Hulu and Netflix, and you know, so now you have to buy every channel's fucking excuse my language streaming service to 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 get you know to see what you want to see when you could just get like Netflix really. At one time, it was just Netflix, and then it was Netflix and Hulu, and now it's like everything has. That's what I think, anyway. And I know Jared was was thinking his his thoughts over there. I mean, I was I was thinking my thoughts. That's where I was going because uh, 
there was there was one point in time that we were watching Big Bang Theory, my wife and I, uh, I guess near the end of the series, and then we noticed that in order to watch it on the CBS app, you had to start paying for it on CBS Plus. And I was like, no, we're not, we're, we're not going to be paying for all these extra services. Yeah, I mean, and it's crazy too because yeah, they but did. like, I, I get what you're saying. But call me the call me the streaming service fool, dude. Because like, I <laughs> I get them. Like I I'm guilty of being one of the people who will get all these streaming services just to watch their stuff. So I I would actually be close to canceling my Netflix right now if it wasn't included in my phone plan. Um, um, T-Mobile pays for it, which is why I still have it. But other than that, I get Hulu. And Disney Plus right now, which is basically for the kids. And uh, now I'm obviously back to kind of TV. Yeah, I mean, my, I mean, I'm, the thing is, I'm, I'm right there with you, Arthur. I have a ton of streaming services too. I have, um, I mean, Hulu, Netflix, which I poach off a cousin. <laughs> um, but then like Amazon Prime, uh, HBO Max. So I don't actually really consider Prime a streaming service I'm paying for because I'm I'm mostly paying for Prime for the two for the day shipping. shipping. Yeah, that's just an added bonus. I don't, see, I don't get that much stuff. I don't shipped. even buy anything, so uh, I'm yeah. using it as a streaming service. I used to, but I don't that much anymore. So now it is mostly a <laughs> like streaming service. Yeah, I use it for uh, to to stream stuff with, and I get one free. Uh, Twitch subscription a month through uh, Twitch Prime, so I use it for that. We we get there's probably literally an Amazon package at my doorstep every single day. <laughs> I I mean literally that's how much it's used over here. So we 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 pay for it for the shipping because uh, my wife doesn't really watch anything from the Prime Video, although we did watch um, that upload show with uh, Robbie Amell, and obviously I watched the boys. Um, I don't know if much else on there, but it's it's just I don't know. And when everything goes to streaming, then it goes back to cable because then you're going to get this streaming service that's like, oh, well, let's package all these streaming services together. Well, then it's just cable again. Exactly. Like technically, if I went back to paying, like even if I got all those other streaming services, I'm probably getting what maybe 10, 15 channels worth when I can just upgrade my internet package for 40 bucks and get all those channels and then some. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a better deal. Probably what you're doing. I'm sure it's a better deal for the internet speed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the better internet helps, especially with these recordings now. Um, I mean, technically this year I could see why I would want to be like an HBO Max subscriber because of all the films that are going to come out there on uh, day one. But other than that, um, God, we're we're really running away from streaming at this point in our house just from so much of it. And I mean, used to, you know, Netflix, after a while, you know, after you got through, oh, they have like this and this, you know, your shows and like your friends and your office that aren't going to be on there anymore that people love to watch on there, all the little sitcoms like that. And then the Netflix originals were, were pretty, you know, they were pretty good. They were pretty next level. But now I feel like the Netflix originals and stuff like that aren't even really worth watching anymore. There's very few that I'm like, oh, I got to see that. The Netflix originals yeah, true, are... but they did, they did just drop Malcolm and Marie, man. That was, that's a good one. I feel like their movies, their original movies are getting better than their original television shows, probably, at this point. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, I I watch a lot of um, Netflix's action films. I don't know. To me, they're pretty good. Like Outside the Wire with Anthony Mackie. Uh, I just watched that one when it came out. That was that was a decent action. Yeah, was that, was that any good? Yeah, it was decent. I mean, I'm not going to say it was... Uh, it wasn't as good as um, Extraction with Chris Hemsworth, but it was still a pretty decent action flick. 
Hmm. I mean, hey, if any of you... But uh, speaking are, of action... <laughs> we are getting such a here's the thing we're getting such a bad overlay because for some reason arthur is like way behind us i think yeah i i don't know uh, maybe we should just wait three seconds for him to come in every time <laughs> yeah uh i was gonna i was gonna jump to uh another topic actually i was gonna try to use that as a segue uh speaking of action this week we uh tomorrow actually we we have some uh, football action going on with the Super Bowl. You guys excited for it? Absolutely. I'm excited, I guess, to see Tom Brady win like his seventh Super Bowl. No, I, uh, hush up, hush! Don't speak it into existence, so, you buffoon. I mean, if any of if anybody's still listening to yeah. our podcast, I literally called this like months ago because I knew as soon as Tom Brady got in the playoffs. I was like, if Brady's in the playoffs, he's got a shot. Like, I called him to beat Washington, but that was an easy call. And then Arthur remembers, I did call him to beat New Orleans and uh, Green Bay and be in the Super Bowl because I knew that, you know, Tom Brady played in the cold for 20-plus years, so Green Bay wasn't going to affect him. And uh, sure enough, that happened. I didn't – I was actually hoping for the upset with Buffalo instead of Kansas City, but no. Now, the cards are calling. I mean, everybody says Kansas City's really good, but I think by the time this airs, I'm either going to look like a complete idiot or I'm going to look like I actually know what I'm talking about when Tom Brady wins again. I just don't listen. I can't, I can't give, I, I can't, I can't even fathom this in my mind, dude. Cause I just, first off, it's the Bucks. Division rivals can't do it. Second off, it's Tom Brady, dude, and he's just I don't want him to win again. I want him to retire. I don't leave. Want, I don't want him to keep winning either. But at this point, I can't there's there's no You can't hope. deny it. Yeah. But I just I don't know, man. I just hope that, that that offense of Kansas City is too much. But that 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 defense of the Buccaneers is just really good. It's really good. Yeah, and uh um uh, they they played each other this season, right? Uh, Kansas City, didn't they beat the brakes off of them? Yeah, they, uh, did. They, they nearly did, yeah. I mean, the first half was insane, and Tom Brady really only padded his stats to bring it close in the end. I mean, even if you think about the game against Green Bay, Brady didn't look good. He threw three interceptions and a touchdown. The, the defense is what's carrying him. Well, no, I think he also threw three touchdowns. It was like yeah. three touchdowns and three picks, but – so, I mean, I get it that he's not playing, like, in like really great. But, honestly, uh, that was, like, the second half of the game. Like, the first half of that game, they were they were killing Green Bay. Hey, I mean, dude, it's a four-quarter game, dog. Especially that, that last throw of the half when Tom yeah. Brady throws that Hail Mary to uh, Miller and he's got him wide open. Like, uh, I don't know. Say what you will. He can throw three, four, five picks, but – Tom Brady usually makes the right decisions in the Super Bowl. So I'm not even going to bet against him anymore. I think he's going to beat Kansas City and Mahomes. I can't say it. I'm, that's why I got to pick Kansas City. Aaron Evans, officially a lover of Tom Brady. No, I, I hate him. I hate him. But uh, he's he's just proven too many times that whenever you count him out, that he'll probably beat those odds every time. You know what's crazy? It's literally in 2016, I was starting to come around and be like, you know, Brady's not that bad. You know, I, he's all right. And then he embarrassed the Falcons on the world stage. And then I was like, I loathe this man. Oh, And it's yeah. not even his fault. The Falcons just... Oh, they blew it. Imploded. I mean, this guy, I blame Shanahan for that one. We're not going to go there. Yeah, that's a whole nother... That's a whole nother uh, conversation because I could go on myself for 45 minutes about how the Falcons blew that game and yeah. it wasn't Tom Brady. Yeah, absolutely. And you would be right, but I got to find somebody to blame. Who's not the Falcons. <laughs> ah, Brady. So, so, uh, <laughs> thinking here, what's the, what, what are we thinking? Final scores here is going to be. 
I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Because I'm thinking, yeah, I'm, well, I, I think I think we're going to get, I think it's going to be 34 to 27 Chiefs. 34-27 Chiefs. I would say I haven't thought about it that much. Let me let me think for a second. Well, while he's thinking, I've got to guess, since that's what we're doing now. Uh, my call <laughs> is <laughs> – my call is uh actually thirty four thirty one bucks. And see, I was gonna say thirty four thirty one Chiefs. Thirty four thirty one bucks. So, we we can uh we can uh, see which one well, of us I mean, looks all, like a fool. And guesses. Although I'll say this Monday morning, if I'm right but, uh, and Brady wins, uh next week I'm gonna talk to all y'all about how I've been calling football right almost the entire season. I mean, nah. I ain't yeah. going to listen. Mr. Mr. Football Guru. He needs to be worried about Guru and his fantasy I'm, team. Uh, I said that as I was not in the playoffs this season. Yeah, I was in playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. No. I was nowhere near the playoffs. <laughs> I think no, you, I sadly, you were not. You won the toilet bowl. I, I went. If if you include the toilet bowl hey, playoffs, hey, yeah. you went like zero and twenty this season. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm gonna come back next season, bro. It's gonna be y'all. Y'all ain't gonna be able to stop me. Is the thing. Like y'all, y'all awaken a beast. It's, you know, uh, it's gonna happen. I hope I, so. I keep I keep vying for you, Arthur. But every single year now, for the past like three or four years, you've said that you're going to try harder. And it seems like when you're trying, you're getting worse as the years <laughs> progress. That's that's not true. This season, I really didn't – I really didn't think that much about, about football because of, you know, COVID and everything. But last season, I, like I said, I did pretty well last season. I've made – I was fell just short of the playoffs. Uh, but I, I, won a, I, won, I won a decent amount of games last season. Yeah, if if I definitely did a, a lot amount. better than people, than uh, people, mm-hmm. I, I probably won more than five <laughs> games. I think you won six. Well, thank you, thank you guys for keeping tabs on me. But <laughs> we're gonna get better. We're gonna I'll come keep, back. We're gonna. I think I could keep yeah. the official tab right now because I think I've got the league saved. We don't. <laughs> we don't have. We don't have to do that. You, you know, we don't have to. But. If you want, if you want to to completely try to embarrass me on our nationally syndicated podcast, then you can. <laughs> no, no, actually, sleeper. Um, once the season's over, if you don't reactivate it the next season, uh, then you lose progress when the new one's over. So, I can't see last year's anymore. But okay. yeah, well, you you did better than you actually won a game last God season. I remember that. Definitely won more than one game as well. But, um, yeah. So, <laughs> moving on to, to other ground you got back there on your uh, – on your – on your stuff, Jared. And for people who uh, are listening to the show – Jared is leaning back in his chair right now, uh, propping up these characters that, that he has as his background from Avatar The Last Airbender. It's true. It's true. Uh, I know we don't really do too many specials, and at this point, this won't even be an Avatar special because we've already talked about things like streaming and um, football. So you know what? It's not even going to be an Avatar special like it was originally planned, but that's okay because who cares? Um, but I consider myself a nice avatar airbender fan. And, uh, I think ABG would consider himself a fan as well as Ethan. And you know what? I just thought it would be fun to do something a little out of the ordinary, get away from current events and, uh, just talk about how great this, this show is. So, um, you know, before we get started, has everybody seen, all three seasons of Avatar: The Last Airbender. I have, uh, and I, I, of course, I loved it. But um, Ethan, 
No, I haven't seen all three seasons of Avatar The Last Airbender. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might as well end this special right now. <laughs> I only, I told Arthur before he got me, I said, I don't know anything about oh. Avatar, dude. I saw the first season. <laughs> I watched the first season and I loved it. I thought it was great. And I don't know why I didn't continue watching it. I know they recently put it on Netflix. Well, recently, now it was like a year or two ago, but I never, uh, yeah, I loved it when it was on TV. I watched it all the time, man. Like, and my parents loved it too. I remember they would be like, Hey, Avatar, it's a good show. <laughs> like I remember them sitting down to watch it with me and my brother Instead of like where they would do their own thing when like, you know, we would be watching whatever shows this one, they would like watch and pay attention to and be like, that's a good show. True. Um, actually, the only reason I even thought of this was because uh, when it came back or when it appeared on Netflix a few months ago, I watched it again, like the entire way through. So I thought, you know, might be a good idea to talk about this show one of these days. And um you know what? Even if you just watch the first season, I think we can play a little game just to see how well you know it. Some of these questions are just... Uh, <laughs> this is going to be so... Arthur can get his revenge. Some of these questions are just first season. Yeah, in. right. So, uh, all right, so we'll get started real quick. We'll get started. Uh, in the introduction to every single episode... So are we, if are we uh doing the raise hand thing? Yeah, sure. Like physically raise hand? All right, I'm ready. Or button raise hand. No, uh I think yeah, <laughs> button. Let's do button raise hand. Wait, let me find my uh let me find my Do you have your button. do you have your button ready this time, Arthur? Because last time it seemed to Oh dude, I'm ready. I'm telling you, I'm ready. It's it seemed to uh be debilitating last time. Okay, I found my raise hand button. Yeah, no, I know. I, oh, I am not. I, I don't uh, even know that I will actually. I got, I got it messed me up last time, but I got it. All right. All right, fine. Here we go. In the introduction to every episode, Katara says, "Everything changed when." Or oh, Ethan. Oh, I. I'm actually sorry. I don't know who did it first. I didn't even. I wasn't even looking up. I should have looked up. I don't know. I, I I feel like I got it first, but see, I feel like I got it first. I feel like I got it first. You feel like you got it first. So it don't, well, let me have it, dude. If if this is right, I don't know nothing about the show, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you, got it. you got it. You got it. You got it. I'm begging. All right, all right. When the Fire Nation attacked, <laughs> that is correct. Thank you, God. Okay. <laughs> all right. Next question. And this time I'm looking because I know the answer already. Like, well, I'm not looking. I was going to announce all the answers, you know, multiple choice, but then you guys raised your hand automatically. So this also is a season one question. So that you should know it, Ethan, if you did love season one. How much time did Aang spend underwater? Okay, Arthur, I saw it for sure. Uh, 100 years. That is correct. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. On to the next. And actually, um, Ethan might not know this one. <laughs> um, we'll see. Which element did Aang initially refuse to bend, Arthur? Uh, fire. Also correct. Yeah, I do that one. Yeah, because I'm um, pretty sure he briefly... And that's... uh. Does it that's in the because, first season? Yeah, it's because he uh he heard Katana with his fire, so he was like, I ain't doing it. Katana? Katara. I, you know, <laughs> when I said when I said katana, I was like, Did I say katana? I was like, Yeah, but they they'll tell me if I said it, so <laughs> my fault. I'm starting <laughs> to wonder why I even chose this to do tonight because you're saying katana ethan doesn't know anything about this like what's the point of even doing this special oh my goodness hey let's arthur get us no, no we're, we're doing good we're, <laughs> we're doing good we're rolling we got it yeah that's true 
All right, all right. So, why does Zuko want to capture the Avatar? To steal his powers, to restore his honor, to persuade him to join the Fire Nation. Arthur? To restore his honor. That's also true. (laughs) I did not know that. (laughs) Hey, that's that's a season one question too, man. Yeah. All, so this. Doug, is how long were we when season one came out? Hey, come on. These these are basic <laughs> season one questions for the most part. I tried yeah. to find a basic to see how much we could all know. Um. Okay. This is not season one, but maybe if you watched it on and off, you may know it. When the team finds a buried library to discover when Sozin's comment would return. They are confronted by a spirit in the form of what? A beetle? A giant mouse? A small lion? Arthur? An owl. That is correct. A giant owl. <laughs> Sorry, Ethan. I'm a, look, Ethan, Wanchi next Ta. question, I'm going I'm to let you, I'm gonna let you, uh, I'm gonna let you uh, try to answer it. No, no. I'm going to take my beating standing up. No, nah, you got it, dog. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> and uh, Ethan may or may not know this one also. But it's, <laughs> it's definitely not season one. Um, who teaches Aang to Earthbin? Boomy, Prince oh, Wu, Haru, or Toph Beifong? Hey, I think I actually do know that's Toph, right? That is correct. Okay, yeah, I knew that one. That's correct. All right. All right, here we go. This is the final question, and then we can move on. Well, we may just discuss another piece of it, but this is the final quiz question. How does Aang defeat Fire Lord Ozai? By dropping a boulder on his head? By Arthur? Uh, he takes away his bending. That is correct. Yo, he can do that? Yeah. Hey. He was the first yeah, avatar dude. to learn that skill. <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently he can just uh he can he can apparently just give it to other avatars in his dead spirit form after that. What? Isn't there like blood bending and stuff and like the doer like that's disgusting well, and insane but they had it in uh the original as well they just build upon There's a... that that's true katara is a blood bit a blood bender it's true just like Toph learns how to uh metal bend yeah and then she just starts like the little sub genres of their respective Bending. Hmm. I see. I mean, hey, I just wanted to kind of get away. Uh, I was just going to say that, yeah, even in Korra, you know, they do the whole metal bending, which is what you were discussing. Um, but I mean, hey, as far as uh, animes go, I think when this show came out as, as we were children – it's safe to assume that it's uh it's held up over the years. I mean, I still enjoy it, you know, as a as a grown man. Like it's it's actually a really good anime. Maybe I'll go back and watch it. So you definitely should. It's it's, it's so good. And it's definitely really, a one of my top 5 shows of all time. It's animated, unanimated anything. True. And a kind of a uh, shift away from avatar i'll ask real quick arthur uh who was your favorite character from the entire series uh the man who is trying to sell his cabbages man because I, I, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I i see his hustle i appreciate his hustle he's working so hard and he's moving these this cabbage stand uh around you know uh the in different places in the show and it just continuously gets destroyed so like 
You know, if anything, that man has the hardest time in the show. And uh, I feel like I resonate with that. So Cabbage Man, my favorite character. What about you, Jerry? Man, I'm a, I'm actually a pretty big lover of uh, Toph. I like how even though she's blind, she's just like super powerful and doesn't take crap from anybody. Like even, you know, the Avatar Aang, she's just like, hey, you know what? You could live or you could not live. Like I'll just probably, you know, sit you in this rock and you could just die or whatever. You got to figure it out. Yeah, that's true. She was definitely his toughest uh, teacher, and uh, I, I I enjoyed watching that. Ethan, do you happen to have a favorite character from when you watched the first season as a child? Dude, Appa, Appa, baby, I'm an Appa man, dude. <laughs> My man said, "Yep, yep." Give me that flying bison. Hey, uh, I think Zuko had the best <laughs> character development of that show. I don't know. I always like uh, I always like oh, the yeah. enemy. I always like when they do an enemy, you know, who can uh, actually kind of shift the tide and have a really good story, an arc. Oh yeah, he he had a really compelling uh, story arc, which I mean, it made made the show t- that just that much better. So, Uncle Iroh also goes. Uh, as an honorable mention. Pretty funny, too. As well as wise. Oh, yeah. True. His uh, leaves of the vine. That's a heart wrencher right there. Very sad song, but, you know, uh, it's good. Yeah, man, I don't know. Uh, I really do enjoy Avatar. We can save the deeper conversation of the show and its successor, you know, for another day, because I'm not really a big fan of the legend of Korra. And uh, I mean, I don't know, Uh, but avatar on its own stands pretty top notch. Is, um, is Netflix still making that uh, live action? avatar show i think they dropped it because uh when they were making the live action show or movie whatever they were planning on doing the original creators of the animated series were attached to that project and then the creators uh dropped out of it and now i think netflix is planning another animated series of avatar instead of live action Wow, because I was I was definitely excited to see it live action and to have uh, them, uh, the people who worked on it uh, originally, much better. And then when I heard they dropped out of it, I was like, it, it diminished my hype to about almost zero. Uh, so. Well, I mean, if anybody has even seen a clip of the movie, I think we could all know how uh, these things go. Like, no matter the visionary behind it, it seems like anime should almost just be left alone as anime because, like, Dragon Ball, the Avatar movie, all did not go very well. So I'm actually more excited for another animated series. Hey, man. That Dragon Ball movie was awesome. I've seen much of Dragon Ball before, but I, when, I was, when I was younger, I definitely liked that movie. Okay, well, you need to watch it with your grown man eyes now because that movie sucks. <laughs> grown man eyes. Ethan, what do you think about the Dragon Ball movie? Uh, I saw... I never I never watched the anime right off the bat, let me say that. Um, I saw, like, half of the movie one day, like, home from school on, like, HBO or something. And I was like, it's just fine. It is what it is. I, you know, I was like, I don't care to see the other half, but this is keeping me entertained while I'm sitting here doing nothing. Yeah, it, the movie sucks. See, I, I, I guess it's, I guess it's just kids, kids who didn't watch the anime, uh, enjoyed the movie more. Yeah, because they have nothing to compare it to. 
but I mean, hey, oh, maybe it is what it is. Uh, but I mean, hey, Zoom is trying to cut us off again, and I know that we've got some. Oh my God, really? Really interesting stuff planned. So, uh, you know what? I loved our Avatar talk, but I'm really more in- interested to do this Tales of the Internet real quick that Arthur's got planned for us. Ooh, we only got eight minutes and counting, dude. All right, true. Eight so we, we got a new new uh, segment of Tales from the Internet, and this is another Twitter edition, but this is a special edition because one of my favorite tw- uh, Twitter accounts of all time is my good friend Ethan's account because uh, not really for his uh, – well, his his original content is Thanks, very Doc. good. Thanks, I appreciate that, bro. The stuff that he finds on Twitter and <laughs> – and likes and retweets is just so funny to me. I don't. I mean, I hope it's funny to everybody else too. But uh, I found, uh, I think five of his uh, most recent likes that I like, and uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read some of those off. And so this is a this is special uh, tales from the internet. This is I'm gonna call this the Ethan Davis edition, I'm even though none of these tweets to... are his original content. To see what I like, because I like some <laughs> wild shit on there sometimes. Because I'm like, nobody's gonna see this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, number one, we we have uh, we have putting my hand in the garbage disposal because everyone is paying attention to the stock market and not me. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, I read that one. That, that got me. That got me pretty good. And uh, we got number two. Oh, you're worth two hundred million dollars. I'm worth zero million, and I'm gonna beat you to death. <laughs> that's that's that, I like that because that's how I feel every day. Hear <laughs> any rich person talk about anything. That's true. Uh, number three, we got. <laughs> yeah, I got a wop. A wiener ass penis. <laughs> That's also how I feel every day when I think about my wiener ass penis. <laughs> All right, number four, we got a uh, exhibit is the only person whose career path went get so good at rapping that you're hired to put fish tanks in SUVs. That's, and that's that's true though. That's not even that's truly that's truly classic because. I mean, because it's true. I didn't even, for the longest time, I didn't know he was a rapper. I thought he was just a guy who hosted a show on MTV. <laughs> and then one day I was like, wait, he's a rapper? Jeez. And uh, last up, we got, why is it called creepypasta and not fettuccine Alfredo? <laughs> and that's just that's always my favorite. Point. That's my favorite. Oh, I love a good pun. But yeah, that was uh, that was tells from the internet what what Ethan Davis likes edition. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Oh, I enjoyed it, and I'm sure our uh, listeners but, will uh, enjoy. Truly, my my favorite one. My favorite one might have I might change that, dude. My favorite one is definitely the wiener ass penis. <laughs> <laughs> I think out of those, my favorite one is probably the one about I'm worth zero million dollars and I'm going to beat you to death. <laughs> that one dude. just resonates. Yeah, dude. I, I always hate rich people what talking. About you, about What's your favorite? I'll agree with them about the zero million dollars because I also hate when rich people talk about like struggles and everything. Uh, like I read some article, it was either today or yesterday, that uh, this new luxury like you know big building in new york city apparently it's not luxurious enough for the millionaires that live there and so now they're complaining and uh i'm just like okay dude uh yeah really tell us about the struggles of life and uh, your luxurious lifestyle it must be nice (laughs) true um i mean hey Zoom is making us wrap it up quick. So, uh, Ethan, you got any quick thoughts? Uh, appreciate you guys for having me. You know how it goes. Always a fun time to be on here. Arthur had been inviting me for weeks now, and I'd been saying no. And he thought it's because I was uh, 
upset with you boys but no it was just because i didn't have my my microphone or anything plugged up and i really didn't want to plug it up and then tonight he kind of forced my hand um (laughs) and uh yeah so you know got my own little podcast we don't ever do anything called the thought police but you can find us on twitter at the thought police um you can find me on twitter and my weird tweets that i like and then the weird tweets that i send out at uh at ethy 416 and you'll know you you found me if you see the name as ASAP Larry David. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Always fun to be here. <laughs> Always a pleasure. And uh, I know last week, instead of a thought or the previous time that we recorded, I know we took a week off um, that I left us with a question. And you know what? We didn't even address it, but I hope you thought about it. And because now I'm about to leave you with another question. This one's not as philosophical. But I just want to know who took the picture of the first camera. I want somebody to let me know because I don't know. And it's a, it's a riddle. Okay. I'm trying to figure it out. And um, it was a selfie. Probably. (laughs) But you can find me on Twitter at Jared Evans and it's good to be back and I'll turn it over to you, Arthur. Uh, yeah, you can on Twitter at young without the O underscore ABG. And you can find us on Twitter at unheard underscore of pod. That's going to be the same on Instagram, uh, Facebook, search us up, YouTube, uh, follow link. And now on YouTube, we are, are going to start having a new uh, intro. So the intro music is changed. It's completely changed. And it's uh, original uh, made by Jared Evans. So Thanks. Uh, thanks YouTube. for that. Thanks YouTube for trying to have us not make any money, even though we're not even making any. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for for when we eventually start making money, start getting more uh, <laughs> uh, listeners and watchers to our videos, uh, you you preemptively have changed the the intro to so we so we won't get a copyright strike. So. All right. Well, all right, boys. I know uh, Arthur didn't say his normal weekly catch, but I'll say it for him. Wear a mask. Oh. And don't yeah. catch COVID. And uh, as always, we love yeah, you. True. We love you. We, we hear you. And we hope you hear us here at Unheard Of. And as always, I'm Arthur. And I'm Jared. And you just listened to Unheard Of.